Yo, NBA, man. Y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at them for tampering. That was Heat guard Jimmy Butler in reference to Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. This is Kyle Brustin Nortman across ESPN Wisconsin, presented by Bud Light. Ben Brust, Kyle Walsh, Brad Nortman, Chris working the phones running the show, but we're excited now to be joined by the president of Heat Culture. You can hear him every morning, 5 to 9 on 100.5 ESPN, 5 to 7 here on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. From unsportsmanlike, he's Evan Cohen. Evan. Welcome into KBN. What is your initial reaction to this trade? Well, I can't wait to see Drew Holiday as a member of the Heat. That's what I can't wait to see because that's what's next. So I don't know. You guys are all focusing on Dame. Okay, fine. He's great and all. But I'm now focused on going and getting Drew Holiday from the Portland Trailblazers. But, Ben, in all seriousness, listen, I am a Heat fan, yes. I am honored to be on all of the ESPN Wisconsin stations every single morning now as a UW-Madison graduate. I will tell you this, though. I can say two things simultaneously, that I am a Heat fan that is upset today that Dame Lillard is not a member of the Miami Heat, but also the Milwaukee Bucks are a great organization. The Milwaukee Bucks have been in constant communication with Giannis and all of the stories that have been out there by way of the New York Times or everything else. As we know, we've spoken to people who are in and around the Bucks. We're not as surprised as the Bucks. So the Bucs organization is constantly thinking about winning now and winning in the future, and how do they do that? They get help for Giannis right now in the form of an elite top 75 player of all time in Dame Lillard, and why would Giannis look anywhere else, and I didn't think he was ever going to look anywhere else, to play basketball when that guy is alongside of him. I do think it's important to note everything that, that Drew Holiday did for this organization and how he acted on and off the floor, and how he was in the community and is in the community, and he seemingly is a wonderful guy. But this is why you call this a business and not a family. And you and Brad know, Kyle and I can just watch from the outside. Like, it's cold at times. And that's part of this. In order to get Dame, you have to give up someone in the, in the form of Drew Holiday that is a heart and soul guy that had the Valley Oop that helped you win a championship. But this is a no-brainer move for the Milwaukee Bucks. They got better today, and hats off to them. That is an unreal move to go get Dame Lillard. Evan, do you think this speaks volumes for the state of Wisconsin and the Milwaukee market in itself? That like Giannis was so big that this is the first time, really, since like Reggie White, that you can feel like somebody came to this state and to this city of Milwaukee where everyone's like, no one wants to go there. Not even close. I think it's a horrific take, Ben. And I'll tell you why. He didn't choose to go there. Ben, he chose to go to Miami. He then was left with no choice. This is not someone that decided to say. You can say that about Giannis when he signed the contract extension, when he could have become a free agent, when Miami, Dallas, and Toronto were all voluntarily trying to clear cap space to get him. This is not a speaks volumes for Milwaukee Day. No, this Evan, is a this is a it's just not it's it's I ha, I, Evan, for the Evan, Bucks I, organization. Evan, I, I agree it speaks volumes for the Bucks organization, but Damian Lillard, he had to agree to something. I mean there's no way that Dame no, would just there, no Dame had to be Kyle, like cool. He I, I had to say I'm cool with being traded there. Like because there was a no, report there was a report out that said that Damian Lillard may sit out. Is that correct, Ben? Well, I mean it, but he made it clear that he was going to sit out if it wasn't Milwaukee at one point. 
No, if it wasn't Miami. Miami. If yes. it wasn't Miami, so there had ben, to be there ben, had to be some guys, type of guys, some type of agreement. No, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Like this is ridiculous. I'm, here's the thing: it's either it speaks volumes for the Bucks organization. Check. I think it does. Or or Dame Lillard is going to throw a fit. He's not going to throw a fit here. That's just not who he is. There are many moves. Reggie White coming to the Packers speaks volumes, as you mentioned, for the state of Wisconsin, right, if you're going to look at it that way. Unfortunately, and I'm a UW-Madison grad and a Heat fan simultaneously, so I'm not anti-Wisconsin, obviously, but this is about the Bucks organization, not about Milwaukee. What's going to be about Milwaukee and the Bucks organization is if and when Giannis in a year signs a contract extension or if and when you have a guy that's bought out and he says, I'm going to go there and stay there. Right, like I don't think this is one of these moves that you look at and say it speaks volumes about Milwaukee. He had no choice in this because if he did, I'd be putting back my Udonis Haslam jersey on today, which I don't have on and which I put on this morning, and now people are saying I jinxed it for the Heat. Wonderful. Yeah, him not throwing a fit, I do think speaks volumes about Milwaukee as well because of what they've been able to do with Giannis. We're talking with Evan Cohen of Unsportsmanlike. You can hear him in the mornings on ESPN Radio or across these very stations. Uh, Brad, go ahead. Evan, first of all, um, I heard what you said about punters and uh, people, fans wearing their jerseys on Unsportsmanlike this morning. We are going to have that conversation on another day. Today's not that day, but I did okay. hear that. I'm coming for you. Um, too, I, but, I would hope so. I would hope so. What he I, came I, at your idea. Identity. I know, I know. I, I was unsettled you, in the pre uh, the pre meeting. I was getting all excited. And he had, and when he was saying it, he had you in mind too. I know, I know he it, did. I know it. And that's why I take it personally. But for now, we will stay on task. Mm -hmm. And um, I was saying before we came on that this is more about um, uh, pro athletes looking at their career and realizing that their time as a pro athlete is really short. That window shrinks faster than you could ever imagine. So for this, to me, is all about. How can Dame get a championship quickest and most assuredly? And I think that he looked at the Bucks, and honestly, they were able to get a deal that works. But as we look at it now, we're excited today. But in your opinion, for this trade to have any sort of worth or value, what do the Bucks need to do to have look back at this and not have it be a letdown? Is it one championship? Oh, Is it multiple? Brad, your championship robust. No, you're, well, here's the thing. You have to go year by year because of the honest contract situation, right? And so this year, definitively, Championship or bust. If you don't win a championship this year, it is a disappointing season because every year you don't win a championship puts one ounce of thought. And again, let me reiterate, I do not think Giannis is leaving. I don't think he wants to play for another team. I don't think he's interested in playing for another team. What happens is if theoretically you have this group, which everyone's focusing on Giannis and Dame, rightfully so, I will focus on the two other guys that will determine if you win a championship, which would be Middleton and Brooke Lopez, maybe the most underrated starter in NBA title history. If you look at at least in our lifetime, like what he did in winning a title and how great he has been for that organization, and yeah, people could say they signed him for too much money. He's worth every penny of it. It's the other two guys. But every year with a loaded roster like this that you don't win a title, you put yourself closer to potentially having Giannis think about leaving i'll go one step further though brad on this so i don't think they should trade this guy but here's the thing they don't have to be done bobby portis is a tradable player and pat Connaughton is a very tradable player as well both of whom are guys that you look at and say they should retire and live in milwaukee and never leave because they're like you know icons in that state 
in that market, but a combined you know, salary of the two of them, you're looking at a very possibly juicy trade option. They could still increase this roster. I don't think they're going to do that today, but it is championship or bust for the Bucks this year. If they don't get it done in Giannis's two-year window, is he gone? I think that here's what I would say, Ben. Before he's gone, I think that Middleton would be gone. Or I think already I would say that Coach Griffin would be gone. I think we have seen that the Milwaukee Bucks loyalty they listen, to man. is so unbelievable and their support, rightfully so, of this A-plus basketball player and person. I don't know him, but everybody tells you he's an A-plus person. I know him well. Floor, right? Yeah, you played with him for one second. Yeah. You passed him the ball. <laughs> one and second. Gambling all I night. dribbled into the <laughs> corner and somehow threw casino. it to him. Yeah, how much money? Did you lose all the money they paid you in the summer league that night in the casino? Not that night. I would say over 24 hours, whatever I uh, made in summer league with Giannis, uh, I asked him to uh, help pay for the breakfast buffet the next morning. You a lot. Which oh. is free. Which is free. Correct. Which is amazing. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I would look at it and say they would trade Middleton or change coaches before they would let Giannis walk out that door. They clearly will do anything it takes to make him happy and put him in the best basketball position. Giannis is a once-in-generational player when it comes to that. And so I'm just excited overall as a Bucks fan. But, Evan, I want to get your full reaction to, like, Jimmy Butler and that hater thing. The, and the hater thing. Yeah, now, is there, is, is there any truth to this tampering thing? or the, real. No, I mean, but... Uh, I mean, Jimmy's a Jimmy's troll. G- Jimmy's, Jimmy's a troll. Is Jimmy trolling, or is he really just salty, Evan? I don't know how they are down in Miami like that. Kyle, Kyle, come on now. You were in and around Marquette in Milwaukee when he was there. Come on. You know the way that this guy is. He's constantly messing with people. The guy he was selling coffee put, in, 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 in the, the, what was it, the bubble. No, that, well, that was real. I, mean, that was, <laughs> I know it was really, real, but it's still a troll. You should learn how to sell like that. Anyway, so the reality is with Jimmy, he's constantly doing bits. He's constantly doing things to mess with people. For the media day last year, remember he had the extensions in his hair, whatever he put in his hair. So every picture, the remainder of the call weave, Evan. We call it we call it weave. You just say he had weave. Okay, he has weaves in the hair. (laughs) So he put the weave in the hair, right? And he put the weaves in the hair. So every single picture, the rest of the year for all of the networks was was that. That's not what he looked like. I mean, it was just so he constantly is doing stuff. And in terms of of the tampering. The only way they could have theoretically tampered is if any member of the Bucks front office, John Horst, whomever, would have talked to Dame directly, right? Because there is no other way of tampering here in this specific case. And my guess is, and I, I truly believe Jimmy was joking there, considering that John Horst, ridiculously by the NBA, was fined, and the Bucks were fined, what, a quarter of a, of a million dollars for actually talking about their own player? Remember when he said a few years ago that he wanted to give Giannis the Supermax? And, and that's actually, in NBA circles, a legal term, so you couldn't actually say that? Well, remember so Bogdanovich, too. He of a million dollars. The what? Uh, uh, um, the, my, my doppelganger from Atlanta, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Well, that, no, but that was actual tampering. I know, I'm just saying, there's a, there's a, I'm helping your point of a little bit of a history there. Are you nervous to talk to me? You're stumbling on almost every word. Absolutely not. But I will tell you this, Evan. Damian Lillard did tweet if you want to hear it, if you didn't see it. 
Read it. Go ahead, Ben. Let them know. Let them know, The casuals won't be addressed, but the Trailblazers fans in the city of Portland I will truly love. And they will be addressed truthfully. Stay tuned. Excited for my next chapter. Hashtag Bucks. Yes, sir. He was good with it, Evan. Yeah. He good with it. At a minimum, don't you think the Blazers I never said he at least wasn't. don't you at a minimum think the Blazers ran it by him? They've been doing him pretty well this whole career there, right? They wouldn't give it they wouldn't do this trade without his blessing. Brad, I think if Damian Lillard could get away with punching their general manager in the face <laughs> as hard as he possibly could, Damian Lillard would do that. I think Damian Lillard will never in our immediate future, in our lifetime, have a relationship with that organization ever again. I think it is more likely right now that Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutekunst go on vacation together than it is Dame Lillard ever talks to anybody in the Blazers ever again. I'll take it that bet. Nothing to do with this, it has nothing to do with his dislike towards the fans or Milwaukee. He's, how can you not be pumped up to play with Giannis? I think the way in which this process went was so horrible for Dame. I think he despises that organization. By the way, I want to say on a side note, anyone else starting to think that Aaron Rodgers has, like, Packers envy? If he, like, on McAfee, he's, like, loving the Packers. All. He, I feel like he loves the Packers now more than he did when so he you're, was there. So you're one of the people that they talked about that, was, that believes he's disingenuous, huh? Because I know McAfee ripped guys like you, Evan. How, how is he? Di- I'm saying Aaron overcompensating. No, I mean, I, listen, I, Aaron Rodgers could be overcompensating. This could be disingenuous. He keeps the Packers' name in his mouth. It may be because he wants to stay relevant. I'm not sure what it is, but I just know McAfee said that people like you who don't think he's being genuine when it comes to actually sitting praise to Jordan Love, he, he said a couple of choice what words. You, Kyle, what are you talking about? I'm literally saying the exact opposite. Yeah, keep putting yeah. words in no, his he mouth. Said, no, he said Packers envy. Like, he keeps talking about him, right? That Packer envy of the Packers and he keeps talking no, about meaning him? like he... Yeah, because he likes what's going on there. And I've said on our show, on Sportsmanlike, that I believe that he truly loves Jordan Love. And that one of the things that he learned from Favre was how to do this, because Favre didn't do it for him, right? So I actually think he's been amazing to Jordan Love. I think he's been amazing to Zach Wilson. And I think he, he actually is enjoying the fact that Jordan Love is playing so well. I'm being dead serious. I'm not saying what you're saying, Kyle. Okay, uh, maybe I'm I was. So maybe I was. Kyle's also, so jaded, I, Evan. He can only see through <laughs> those lens in green and gold. I was just making sure you stayed uh, positive towards anything Packers. Uh, this is Evan Cohen no, from Sportsmanlike. Uh, you can hear him on ESPN Radio across these stations in the mornings. Uh, Evan, I'll give you the final word here as we uh, have Tony Smith, a a real basketball player, coming to join us next as the president of Heat Culture. Whoa, he gone. He gone. He doesn't want the final word. He just dipped out, huh? I, I mentioned I was dumping him for Tony Smith, and he got salty, man. <laughs> this is what I was talking about with Mark Tauscher and all of our hosts around here. Big time. Getting entitled around here. He's big That times. was Evan Cohen, the president of Heat Culture, uh, from Unsportsmanlike. You hear mornings across these very stations. Coming up next, former Milwaukee Buck, Tony Smith, joins us on Kyle Bruston Nortman to react to Dame to the Milwaukee Bucks.